Chara Supply Chain. Highlighting and showcasing solutions for the most complex challenges. Facing the industry in 21st century by our team of subject matter experts and mentors. Broadcasting every week all year round, we will present the most up-to-date series of podcasts and webinars. Hello and welcome to another episode of Bichara Supply Chain, the podcast. This is Nohadi House. Today we come to talk about how coaching supports supply chain leaders. And with me now, Dave Hudson. He is an executive business coach for focusing on supply chain and operations environment. Dave spent almost 30 years of experience in various industries and currently living in South Africa. Thank you for joining us, Dave, and welcome to Bichara Supply Chain. Thank you very much, Nahadi. I look forward to spending some time with you. Okay, so before we get in, can you please tell us a bit about your professional background and what do you do? So um, I've been in industry for more than 30 years. I've worked in a number of industries um, from explosives through petrochemicals, fast-moving consumer goods, food and finally ended up in the pharmaceutical industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an accredited Apex trainer and also an endorsed uh, demand-driven planner trainer. Yeah. Um, I've worked in a number of countries throughout um, Africa and I use coaching techniques and coaching skills in order to get staff members and team members to enroll in the change or the transformation that is happening within their organization when we implement new methodologies or new systems. Yeah. Okay. So I was... I've... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Sorry. I've found over the years that one of the main challenges in implementing new systems is to have teams embrace the change and to get actively involved in the implementation and rollout. I'd often get to a point in a project where I would stop and not find anybody around me uh, supporting the project. So at this point, I decided to actually investigate the coaching industry for ways to change my approach. And it worked for me when I was still in industry. And it's a practice that I've continued, uh, you know, now that I am consulting. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. So, talking about coaching, Dave, uh, why is coaching uh, important skills for uh, all supply chain leaders? So, leaders need to understand the impact that change has on teams. Mm-hmm. Very often, when we want to change the direction of a business, we think that just by telling our staff about the change is sufficient to make them want to get on board with the same level of enthusiasm that we have. What we forget about is that our ideas and solutions are just that. They're ours. So what we need to do initially is we need to be able to communicate and encourage team members um, using the coaching skills to have them embrace the change and to want to be part of that change moving forward. Mm-hmm. So during this phase, we can identify. We can also identify who will run with the project. Um, so the innovators and the um, the early the early starters within the group of people that we're dealing with, 
because mm-hmm. those are the people that are very key uh, to actually assist with the implementation and the rollout so that you can break the project down into smaller groups. Yeah. And that, that makes it far easier then to roll it into the business. Mm-hmm. And then how coaching spots leader for driving a supply chain transformations? Can you tell us by giving a view example? So very often um, in a transformation, the leaders have the expectation that they can, that introducing the program is sufficient to excite every, uh, any, anybody around them or everyone around them. They then delegate the authority for running the project to a senior manager and sit back and await the results. Yeah. Um, I've seen this a number of times in, in industry. And then after a while, they actually wonder why uh, the project isn't as successful as they had anticipated or why it's not happening as quickly as they anticipated. Mm-hmm. So the most important aspect is that um, the leader needs to always be seen to be active and driving the process. Yeah. So every spare moment that the leader's got during the, during the rollout of a process like this, he needs to be involved or she needs to be involved in um, touching base with, with the team, mm-hmm. seeing how the teams are progressing and encouraging them. They mm-hmm. don't have to be specialists, but if a group of people see their leader um, out there actually talking about the process and showing yeah. an interest in the process, it is far easier for them to actually Uh, move along with the change. Otherwise, they end up seeing it as just yet another fad that's going to die out in, you know, in a couple of months in the mm-hmm. organization. Mm-hmm. So it's very, it's very important that the leaders themselves enroll and make sure that they actually lead and drive the change to make sure that it happens correctly. All right. So um, I want to ask you something about the the digital supply chain And then in recent uh, era where uh, supply chain leaders meet the millennial as well. So how coaching takes the position on reshaping the supply chain? So, yeah, um, I haven't, I can only talk from my, from my own uh, experience. Yeah. And I haven't changed my approach very much. Um, mm-hmm. I've developed over the years, I've developed a, a people's approach. So yeah. what I do, I become very involved with the people initially to get to know them. Um, and when I've, when I've got to know them and I've developed a relationship, mm-hmm. then we will, then we will start the training, the actual technical training. Okay. Yeah. Um, so by getting to know the people and understanding the people, you will see how they individually react mm-hmm. to uh, pressures that are placed on them, you know, time pressures or work pressures. Yeah. Um, and, and you can actually read, almost read between the lines. You know, they say, uh, don't listen to what the person is saying, but listen to what they are not saying. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, you can actually um, get a better idea of how to, coach that person and change their mindset so that they can become adaptive to the change. Yeah. And I don't, I don't see it just as a, as a millennial problem. 
I see that with people in general. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so learning to understand people um, and to use this learning at the same time that you're imparting the technical skills onto the team. It's, yeah. it's pretty much the same when you are working with the methodologies of a new uh, program. Let's, uh, for example, uh, what we were talking about earlier, the demand-driven methodologies, mm -hmm. which is a new methodology in the supply chain. So mm -hmm. the approach that you would take would be the same um, in teaching the methodology as what you would take when mm -hmm. introducing example the software and going digital with you know applying the the methodology on a digital platform mm -hmm. okay so um, you have mentioned about the uh, system approach in developing coaching skill or something like that so uh, my question is uh, do you have any recommendations what are the best system approaches in developing this kind of coaching skills and ability. Okay, so I think we need to just step back a little bit and, and, and look at the history. You know, coaching is, mm -hmm. a, is a new industry. It's only been around um, for about 20-odd years in the, mm -hmm. the, let's say, as strong as it is. Um, prior to this, industrial psychologists often played the role of the coach. Yeah. Um, the, you know, one of the things in industry is that um, industrial psychologists employed within organizations are few and far between. Um, and also um, from, an, you know, engineering people or technical people and operations people um, are, aren't or haven't been taught um, about the soft skills. Very mm -hmm. little time in my experience and in my education was spent mm -hmm. on soft skills. It's something I had to do myself. Mm -hmm. So, and even today that the academic institutions are behind the curve um, in adding this to their curricula, uh, the curriculum uh, for engineers or technical staff or operations people. So certainly in industry today, there is still that strong culture uh, for your for your teams. They either adapt or they die. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they either buy into it or they find something else to do. So it's important that the change leaders or innovators upskill themselves and make sure that they have that skill, that soft skill, that they can understand the people and slowly change the people to bring them on board. Mm -hmm. um, there are a number of courses available, mostly in the social sciences departments at colleges or universities. Yeah. And then there are also coaching courses that are offered online. Um, so some of them by, by recognized master coaches and also some, some online courses um, that are offered by universities through, you know, through online platforms. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you, you know, somebody just needs to Google coaching and coaching courses and they can find a whole array of stuff. Mm -hmm. the, the choice then sits with the individual. Do they want to have an accredited course because they want to be able to put this onto their CV, uh, you know, or do they want to do the course because they want to learn? You know, there's, the, there's that difference of people that um, have got to a point in their career where 
adding more educational courses to their CV doesn't really count. Mm-hmm. And but they want to learn the skill. So it depends. Um, but there are some good courses out there. So there. There are some good foundation courses, which is what I recommend people start with first. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you really get caught with the bug, then you can go and do a 12 or 18 month course. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you are going to end up being a very um, well-educated and a leading coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't feel that was necessary for me because I I wanted to understand how to get people to change while I was doing my implementations in supply chain. Yeah, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. So before we close our conversations, do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to share with our listener? Yeah, I think just that um, we, you know, in, in industry, we have this need to to move quickly mm-hmm. and to implement things or implement projects as fast as possible. And I think what people need to understand is that time taken up front to get to know the, the teams and to develop a relationship with the teams and get to understand the individuals within those teams. Although it seems like it's a waste of time and it takes too long to do that, it is definitely time well spent. And it's time that you will save during the implementation of the project because you won't have to keep slowing down for people to get back on board or trying to get people back on board who are resisting it. So, you know, the time spent um, up front, getting to know people, getting to understand their strengths and their weaknesses, that is time very well spent in any project. And I mm-hmm. really recommend that uh, all project managers that are working with teams and people apply that first so that yeah. they can so that the people can enroll in what you are doing. Mm-hmm. It makes the so much easier. Okay, cool. So thanks for sharing on Bichara Supply Chain Dev. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it, Nahadi, and thank you for having me. It mm-hmm. was great fun. See you and goodbye. At Bichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share the Chara Supply Chain. And stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website www.picharasupplychain.com. Thank you for listening to us. We look forward to seeing you at our next episode.